1: Yummy, well, yummy, yummy. Yum, oh, yum, you, yum, yum. How lovely. I lo- okay, I was going to say hello, but yummy, 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 yum, yum, yum it is. Welcome to a bonus episode of Off Menu, a.k.a. The Great Benito Presents Off Menu Live.
2: With with, brackets, Ed Gamble and James Acaster. And double brackets, special guest, Edgar Wright, double brackets, then closing off the other brackets,
1: so sort of a triple bracket.
2: Yeah, um, a lot of brackets welcome. involved, but really... Even though the great Benito has put himself at the head of all this and so that his name is in big lights, very egotistical, Edgar Wright is the real draw here. Yes, Edgar Edgar Wright's the real draw. Uh, Amazing director, writer, I mean, come on, Spaced, Short of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End, Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver... He's just released, as we're recording this, the Sparks Brothers documentary about the band Sparks. And One Night in Soho is coming out soon, a wonderful horror film. He's been a busy boy. Oh, man. He's been such a busy boy. I didn't get a
1: chance to say to Edgar, which is very lucky because it's probably the sort of boring shit he is every day. One of my first dates with the lady I'm going to marry was to see Scott Pilgrim. That is a film that means oh. a huge amount to me. I love that film so much. Um, I didn't know but i don't imagine he hears that quite a lot.
2: And, Do you think? Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for him to be invested in my relationship. I guess not. But, you know, but I don't know. Maybe he'll hear this and he'll get in touch with you and be like, please invite me to the wedding. All I care about <laughs> is your relationship now. I want to film the wedding. I want to be the yeah. videographer at the wedding. Ah, oh, that'd be great. I'd love, That's I mean, that, that'd be a nice little wedding video, wouldn't it? Would be, yeah. <laughs> Directed by a professional director who makes films. Yeah. Simon Pegg's in it for some reason. Yeah, Simon Pegg's in there. Yeah, uh, Nick Frost working behind the bar. Nick Frost working behind the bar. Yeah. Oh, great. I That'd be that. awesome. And this was yeah. a live episode, of course. Royal Festival Hall, Southbank Centre. Oh, you got got a lot of people in that audience, and they were all Off Menu fans. They knew all the all the little details of Off Menu. Probably even better than than the three of us do. And uh, they were menu heads, that's for sure. They were menu heads. They also loved Edgar Wright, and and who can
1: blame them? Who can blame them? Let's crack into it, James, because it's a really good episode. Uh, let's uh, let's get crackerlacking. Let's get crack-a-lacking. Uh, it's the off-menu menu of Edgar Wright.
2: Edgar Wright live.
1: To the second ever off-menu live
2: oh, the off-menu live show sprinkling the oh uh, there we go it's
1: not normal <laughs> but honestly thank fuck you're doing it because i genuinely haven't thought of one mm. as i was walking out and everyone was cheering i thought this is lovely but i've not written the intro again so Do you want to i've it not go? written one no so we've got sprinkling what are we sprinkling on what Sprinkling what? What did he say? He that? said
2: Kettering, he's a moron. Oh, I see. I can't sprinkle doesn't, Kettering. Doesn't understand what you can sprinkle. Yeah. <laughs> also doesn't seem to understand the podcast, never listened that, to it before. Yeah. He's the reason I've stopped touring, if you're wondering. <laughs> that and the pandemic. But, um, uh, probably anyway, actually that's... blame the pandemic more than you, sir. Um, Let's not kick off on that note, James. (laughs) Let's not have one of your
1: your famous meltdowns this early on. What are we we sprinkling? I quit.
2: Uh, (laughs) Taking the... Sprinkling the... um, The... Sprinkling... What sort of things do you
1: sprinkle food?
2: Sprinkling the icing sugar of chat.
1: Okay, straight... I mean, it's amazing how on the nose you are as a person, isn't it? Just straight to icing sugar, no beating around the bush. Sprinkling the... You don't sprinkle icing sugar, you
2: snort it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't remember you criticising Kettering this much when <laughs> that guy shouted that out. <laughs> Accepted that immediately. I had to point out how bad that was. Sprinkling, Sprinkling. the icing sugar of chats Yes. ...over the dough... Ooh. ...of humour. Yes. Baking in the oven of live entertainment. Oh, it is a bit like that? And an producing oven. the donut of friendship. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's very good. Pretty good. No, it's really good. So, never made a donut. <laughs> huh? You ever made a donut?
2: Yeah. <laughs> How'd do you make a donut? Sprinkle ice and sugar on some dough and put it in the oven. Right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so,
1: mate, in a way. Do you want to tell everyone what the podcast... Oh, am I doing that tonight? We switch roles.
2: Oh, yeah, if we're switching roles, uh, yeah. you do that. Rolls, that's a pun, because I yeah. do a roll.
1: <laughs> Not a roll. <laughs> <laughs> You've been making rolls. The Off Menu Podcast is a podcast where we ask a special guest their favourite starter, main course, side, drink... And dessert in that
2: fucking order.
1: Got it right. Did it in the order.
2: (laughs) It takes years of training to get it in the order. Yeah. (laughs) And our special guest
1: tonight is Edgar Edgar Wright. Wright. Very exciting. Very exciting. He'll be coming on a little bit later. Um, before we bring Edgar out. Yeah, I've made sure he's still in this dressing room. Yes, we should we should sort out the secret ingredient Yeah, we should actually now, Bit bit special we've not decided on it yet. So we thought we'd get one of you guys to decide it
2: You could help us I think <laughs> whoa, a hand, whoa. a hand went up down here. Wait,
1: look if there was a hand went up. That's fine we, Otherwise we let people scream out the secret ingredients gonna be catering so <laughs>
2: then I'll have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, if you don't know, the secret ingredient, just so you know, is a, a, an ingredient we don't like, and if someone says it, if the guest says it, they it out. we kick them out of the dream restaurant. So it is, it is fun, but also, <laughs> to bear in mind, if we do do one and kick them out, we all have to go home early. <laughs> now, this, this person in the front row, well, you put your hand up, which I respect. Um, what, what was your suggestion? Cornetto? Oh, no, we're not doing. Quite. Come on, mean. Cool. Come on. What are you trying to? Well, we've do? got a,
1: we've got a hand up here. I a mean, happy
2: dessert, I guess, at least. What do you reckon? Raisins. Raisins. This is interesting. The when other you... the other night, Sultanas was like a, yeah. earlier. What what is people's problems? With... Yeah. Are you from the Fresh Grape
1: Board or something? You're trying to. Why What's don't you like raisins? You? Yeah. What's your problem with raisins? <laughs> They're just They're not, just for, not you. for you quite a mild reason uh, to yeah. shout something out raisins they're not personally for me <laughs> I understand that everyone has different tastes alright raisins ooh, to put in up.
2: the mix uh, let's see person with their hand up there salad cream salad cream, salad cream. oh some support there for the salad cream
1: Cla- I think that was him clapping his own choice
2: there as well salad cream standing ovation it's a, that's, a, that's a showbiz secret and I, I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always start your own applause. We've all done it. Salad
1: cream's more solid than raisins.
2: I think I, 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 like, cause I, I like salad cream, but I do appreciate why people don't like it. I yeah. think it's quite a good one to choose. Yeah. Um, unless it gets topped, but I think, you know. Oh, hang, hang on, There's,
1: we've got a hand up over here.
2: It's pretty confident you can beat salad cream, yeah. aren't you?
1: Look at this. Palmer Violet.
2: Now, we've all... Uh, uh, I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting, Palmer Violets. We've already had those on the podcast. We have already
1: had Parma Violets on the podcast. Have we already so. had
2: salad cream? No. 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 <laughs> oh, he, so, he knows. No! No, you have not. <laughs> I sang along to Barefoot Baby Boy. I know everything <laughs> about this podcast. <laughs> yes? Anchovies. Anchovies. What, what would that person say? I don't know if I want to know. Salad cream. <laughs> salad cream yeah. <laughs>
1: Stay oh, bloke, Jesus. Yeah.
2: Bunch of absolute pig shits, <laughs> don't they? Yes, on the aisle. Cabbage. Cabbage. Yeah, Ooh. that always gets suggested.
1: Coriander. Coriander. We've Coriander. had, had... Oh. Very popular. We've had that
2: one on, but that's a good one, mate. I think we just have to go with Sally. I mean, there's a few hands up but people who are still very passionate about this, yes? Avocado. Avocado? What the fuck no, are you talking about? What the fuck is the matter about? with you? <laughs> Fucking avocado? Jesus Christ. Right, can we kick him out? <laughs> I Look around you, mate. These
1: are, these are the people who buy the entire load of avocados. <laughs> this is everyone. Avocado? What the problem? Right, confident hand up here.
2: Coffee. coffee. <laughs> Hang on, I've got someone you've got to oh meet. He'll no. be squeezing you into that Yeah, He's an angry man. Do you really not like coffee? Fuck coffee. Fuck coffee. <laughs> um, okay, it's a Sunday, mate. Um, I think we've got to go with salad cream. I
1: think salad cream's a great choice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, it's a good choice. We...
1: Let's start, let's do it. Uh, everyone of the Royal Festival Hall, this is the off menu menu of Edgar Wright.
2: Good to see you.
3: Thank you. Lovely. Hello. Thanks for having me. Feeling hungry? I am feeling hungry. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a shame, because we don't have any food for you.
3: It's going to make you talk
2: about it. Oh, I need to do my proper entrance.
3: Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, sorry obviously,
1: yeah, just... James, James needs to... Uh, Transgress to the astral plane uh, and become the genie, so you're now going to watch a fully grown man cry, try and cl- climb inside that lamp.
2: Got my lamp here. Yep. He's going to climb inside it. That's an easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's
1: inside the lamp. Everyone, we need to look at the lamp and imagine rubbing it. <laughs> imagine you, we're not allowed to touch it for uh, COVID reasons. It's been a hard time for genies. Because of fomites. Okay, we're oh, rubbing wow. it. It's good. Here we are. Oh, that's oh, oh, the genie!
2: <laughs> Welcome, Edgar Wright, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Woo! Yeah.
3: I was, I was not expecting Oscar-winning visual effects. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate well, it. Tell your friends at the Academy. I <laughs> can <laughs> oh, wait.
1: There's too much CGI these days. And I think it's the practical effects are the yes.
3: way to go. And I think we find, we've nailed that tonight. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see you in Guy Ritchie's remake of Aladdin. Oh, man. Oh. That,
2: you know, I, I wouldn't turn that down, man. When I was a kid... <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. I would, I would say yes to it. <laughs> I would say yes. When I was a kid, Robin Williams was my hero because of Aladdin. I was obsessed with it. And I was still a little Christian boy and went to church. And at one point, when I was a little kid... In Sunday school, we all had to write down like a little profile about ourselves to put on the wall of like all oh, the kids at Sunday school. And one of the things you had to fill out like was who your hero was. And I put Robin Williams, and all the other kids put Jesus. And I realised that was <laughs> that was the right answer. I <laughs> was the only one. Robin Williams, the genie. He's funny. <laughs> who was your hero growing up, Robin Williams or Jesus? Oh, the
1: it's two straight, options. It's the new Poppadoms or bread. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Robin Williams or Jesus? <laughs> well, you know what? I'd go... So, well, I'd, say, I'd say flat out Mork. Yeah. I'd say, oh, yeah. like... I, I knew who Mork was before I knew who Robin Williams was. Right. So let's say Mork. Yeah. I would have drawn that and put up, that up on the Sunday
2: school wall. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be you. Mork. Yeah, well, Mork was cool. I, I didn't watch enough Mork. I just remember the episode where um, they were hatching an egg for ages. It was the size of a person. And then it was a person. When it hatched. I'll just so you know, by the way, there's someone in here who's gunning for you. Because we asked them what the secret ingredient should be, which is when we're going to kick them out if they say the secret ingredient. The person at the end there said Cornetto was trying to stitch you up. Yeah. But what specifically, what
3: flavour of Cornetto? Good point, he's got you. Strawberry. Oh, that's the good one. No, I would go... If I had to rank... The three classic flavours. Now there's like 400 of them. Yes, but it would cool. be classico first, then strawberry, then mint last. No, is that contentious? Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, whoa, 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 have whoa, to whoa. Leave? Yes, this would is you... why we're here. <laughs> would you like me to go? <laughs> 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 I do think classico is the... with people hissing. Then it's like panto. Oh yeah, they get they get proper angry. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, proper angry about food stuff. So. A lot of Mint fans I, in tonight Mint would be my favourite I'm not just playing to the crowd here But as a kid I was always I just
1: used to go through it I didn't use to taste them. I just used to go through them, Ah, just straight in Until you just get to the bottom bit Yeah That was the key Just get to that fucking little Pointy chocolate nipple That's all I wanted
3: I saw somebody on Twitter the other day Complaining about the chocolate At the bottom of the Cornetto cone It's like What the fuck is wrong with you? That's the best for... bit it's also, as somebody pointed out, it's the, it's the load-bearing bit. It's there to stop the ice cream. Right? That's I've it's never there. thought about it.
1: That's why it's there. In terms of structural engineering, before.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, true. Bit. it's true. It's true. Right? Yeah. 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 Because other cones, you hold them and they just go
3: immediately. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Any other cone you get?
3: Oh no! I can't bear the load. You've got to be dead inside not to enjoy that last piece of chocolate, haven't you? What was even their justification for slagging off the bit of chocolate
2: at the end? Oh, here we go. Someone's no, some... <laughs> is that someone who doesn't like the chocolate at the end?
3: No. Is there anybody, is there anybody in the Royal Festival Hall who doesn't like the chocolate at the bottom of the Cornetto cone? Me? Why? Why? Me? Why?
2: <laughs> Happier than anyone who doesn't ne- appreciate ne- joy and has any right to be.
3: Next time, me, I hate the chocolate. Next time you have one, will you post it to me afterwards? <laughs> Why can't you buy
2: bags of them? You should be able I think to buy you can, yeah. We wow. can. <laughs> right. Sorry, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> I need to go.
1: The amount of cornetas they had to collapse just to get the nibs off them to put them in a bag. <laughs> I
3: feel pretty bad. <laughs> Are you a a foodie, Edgar? Would you consider yourself a foodie? I am a foodie, but in in thinking about this tonight, I I realised that there's a a, a lot of fancy restaurants. I've definitely been to a lot of fancy restaurants in my time, but most of those kind of go into, like, the general experience, Mm -hmm. and I found myself racking my brains to think, of any one dish that I had in some of the world's top restaurants, which was like, which was strange because there's awesome, a couple of times I've been to. I, I usually, you know, usually judge the um, by the expense of the bill, but like I actually found it sort of like tough to think of like a specific dish. So I started going back to more just things which I gravitate towards. So I definitely do have a thing where I gravitate towards the same things and sort of try and expend less mental energy on picking and just kind of things that I like. And so that's what I've gone for tonight, for the most part.
2: I want to dig into you saying that you judge it by the bill at the
3: end. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, if you've gone to a really fancy restaurant and it's been an extortionate bill, you have to you have to think well I guess that was really good. <laughs> I Guess I'm wrong. I guess that I guess that must have been 700 quid good <laughs>
2: yeah. oh, I thought it was disgusting, but it was the, most, the nicest meal I've ever had That's, and just, I'm me.
3: <laughs> That's just me fooling myself into yeah. thinking that I haven't just wasted 700 pounds. Yeah, sure. That was only the one time. I was going to say, this is a very specific amount of money you've repeated twice you know, I, now. <laughs> Listen, you don't, you don't forget that, Bill, easily, especially when you've done the really dumb thing of saying, hey, I'll get this. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, is there a choice from that meal on the menu tonight, or can we talk about that meal now? No,
3: there wasn't a Where choice. Was this Where was the 700-pound um It was, um, yeah. it was a, a, that New York restaurant. <laughs> With a really hungry... <laughs> that New I'll York restaurant, La Bernardine... I think that's what it's called. Right. Which is the kind of place that Patrick Bateman would go. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, like, really small, classy plates and yes.
3: stuff like that? Really fancy. Quite dark in
1: there as well.
2: Very
3: dark yeah, in yeah.
1: there. Do a murder. Until the bill comes out and they put a spotlight on it.
3: <laughs> I did... Uh, this is maybe too much information, but this is the time for it, isn't it? Huh? Maybe I shouldn't tell the story, but I did... Let me just say, I, I had to... I was... I was bordering on having um, no I don't know if I want to talk about this
2: (laughs) Mm. well I guess we'll all go home and just imagine what it was forever (laughs) but at the
3: minute we're all thinking it was a wank let's be coy about
1: it you're like well I've paid 700 quid I'll fucking do it in the middle of the restaurant
2: yeah (laughs) and get my money's worth excuse me
3: (laughs) (laughs) there's your tip Let's just say free, frequent toilet trips were needed. Yes. And, like, because I was in the States, Imodium was needed. But here's right. the thing. Right. I'm so
1: glad you said Imodium, because for a second it sounded like you were doing a lot of coke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it would also have the same effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Patrick Bateman would be yeah. proud of me. I was going for the full American psycho effect. Yeah. Take a lot of coke before dinner. Yeah. Kill a prostitute after dinner. Um... No, the thing was is that, like, I knew going in I was ill, but I'd, it was Christmas Eve. i booked, you know, it was difficult to get a table there. <laughs>
1: this story is bleaker. Meeting with every other
3: sentence
2: friends. I <laughs> Christmas so talk... Eve, shit in your pants, and you go and spend 700 quid on a meal.
3: <laughs> but it was, um, I just had that kind of, I felt like probably I just, like, looked kind of, you know, kind of grey and sweaty for the entire meal. But mm-hmm. it was that thing, it was like Christmas Eve, and we booked a table, and I couldn't, like you know, kind of pull the sickie, so I suffered through it. And it was nice, but that's maybe why I don't remember it as one of the, being the best meals. No, of it doesn't my sound life. nice.
2: It sounds bleak. Yeah. I mean, was it family? No, it was just oh, friends on I Christmas so Eve. I so want to know who was there any celebs there? Because if it was Christmas Eve, I really want to know what celebs you're hanging out with on Christmas Eve.
3: Uh, it was Ryan Johnson was who I was having dinner with and his oh. wife Karina Longworth, another podcast Extraordinaire. Yeah. I think I tried to keep it secret that I was ill and then it was very clear I was not well. Yeah, back and forth. <laughs> and really course. struggling. <laughs> Once you've done seven trips to the toilet <gasps> during the meal, was obviously something is up. Or, like you or, said, yeah. a big cokehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, so, many cor- how many courses was, was this meal? I think going to the bathroom seven times to take a coke would have been less embarrassing than... Essentially having diarrhoea. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just like the thought of you trying to style it out, though. Seven <laughs> trips to the bathroom yeah. and still trying to come back. Tidings of comfort and joy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> God bless us, everyone.
1: <laughs> Were you um, shitting as the time crossed from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day?
3: <laughs> be more of a...
2: That's the question.
3: I don't think so. Or I would have liked to have done that on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's the That point. would have yeah, been so good. Yeah. Then to kind of, you know, it would have then kind of crossed two calendar years. Do you want to know the worst um, calendar year crossing of my life? Do it. Uh, it was uh, many, many years ago. As it...
1: Uh, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud.
2: Everyone's uh, having those moments tonight, apart from I'm coming out of this squeaky clean. <laughs> As it well, crossed from
1: one year to the other, and I didn't realise that this was the time, uh, one of my friends had decided to show me Two Girls One Cup on his phone. <laughs> it's actually quite similar to your Christmas Eve.
3: <laughs> you, you now have to share a story where you've been violently <laughs> ill in a restaurant. Yeah, well, but, well, well, I've never shit
2: myself in a restaurant. It's fine.
3: <laughs> I didn't actually, I didn't actually do it.
2: Yeah, I shit myself in a steakhouse in, New York, in, in L.A. Uh, good times. Still a sparkling water.
1: Imagine a natural waiter doing that. <laughs> I to wake over. shit myself in a steakhouse. Anyway, still a sparkling water. Oh, my, sorry. Shit myself once. What kind of water do you
3: want? Still. Still, still, still. With ice. This is what the Royal Festival Hall was built for. Yeah. Also, please, no, no lemon in the, in the still water. Oh, look at this. You're really winning a over. I get a bit annoyed, and this happens a bit more in the States than it does in the UK, but mm. it's that presumption that you wanted some lemon in it. Right. So fish that out immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that. The lemon in the water just... You know if you go to, like, a spa sometimes, and they have that horrid um, water with, like, what seems like a ton of, like... Uh, limes and lemons and stuff, and sometimes and just... strawberries and stuff. No, mm. no, 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 no. And it just looks like mulch. Yeah. yeah. So I can't
2: get that out of my head. To be fair, that's load bearing though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's load bearing. It <laughs> keeps the water. From. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just come out the jug otherwise.
3: <laughs> I am um, sparkling water. There's nothing worse than room temperature or warm sparkling water. Is mm. horrific. Room temperature, still water, fine. Room temperature, sparkling water, no. Mm. In only time I've been excited to drink sparkling water is when I've had some periods of just not drinking for a long time. And then just the, bu- the bubbles become a bit more fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you've got left. That's all you've got left is like, <laughs> I guess I'll have some sparkling water. The, the, the bubbles are fun. But other than that, no, sparkling water, no. Also, the worst thing as well is when you take a sip of sparkling water thinking it's still, No. That's really bad, yeah, that's <laughs> especially if it's warm. That's the worst. How often has that happened in your life? <laughs> More often than I care for.
2: <laughs> so hold on. Is it that you're not even looking at it Yeah. and that you're just, you're just going for Or is it like, you know, sometimes sparkling water gets a little bit flat, you can't really tell, and then you have the swig and it's like, it's just got a, a dead fart in it?
3: just like brands with confusing labels like make it make it clear like sort of what the black, black is still and then yeah. the other one is silver right or gray yeah but that, that's that a good was point we've
1: never i mean look the crisp debate rages on about what color should be what flavors we've never really mm. sorted out what color sparkling should be and what color still should be yeah
2: so i think we should do it now
3: great yeah. green for green for sparkling i go with that
2: because it's like nature spark- can you imagine a babbling brook? Because of course,
3: blue is up for grabs
1: here because they're both water, right? So
3: <laughs> that just confuses the issue to have. Like, so dif- we
1: need to get rid of blue completely. Blue,
3: blue's out. No. <laughs> no! Oh, people want to keep blue. Blue for still. Yeah, I mean that's blue for, still, blue for still, green for sparkling, because it's the it's the. Yeah. It's the colour of a spring, right? It's uh, like, yeah. I, yeah, I think... A We've actually shorter. solved
1: that a lot quicker than I thought we would.
2: <laughs> like, so you want... But you want, you're want saying you don't like sparkling if it's, like, room temperature. There's still water. Does it matter what temp- how, how uh, cold it is? Well,
3: in, if you're in, a, in the dream restaurant, I, I'd love it with some ice in it. It would be lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you <But> dreamer. If...
1: <laughs> if we're going wild here... <laughs>
2: But, you know, room temperature, still water's fine. And the ice cubes are made from still water or sparkling water.
3: (laughs) Maybe that that would be the way of weaning me onto sparkling water, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Gradually
2: releasing the bubbles just one at a time. (laughs) You can just have one bubble at a time each time. That's like
3: you're trying to slowly poison me with sparkling water.
2: Yeah, just gradually (laughs) stripping you one bubble at a time until eventually you love it and you can't tell the difference
3: anymore. Oh, yeah, like the Pepsi Challenge.
2: Yeah, do the pe- well, I mean...
3: You're probably too young to remember that. Does anybody remember, remember the, the Pepsi, Pepsi Challenge? I remember the Pepsi Challenge, and
2: I could... I mean, right now, I could tell the difference between Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke, if, <laughs> if anyone wanted me to. They're very different. <laughs> do you think, Edgar... Diet Coke, do you, do you actually...
1: Think... <laughs> do you think, Edgar, if you didn't have any water for, like, a year... Oh, yeah. Do you think then, if you had sparkling water, it would taste the same as still water?
3: I thought you were going to ask me if I was in the desert and somebody came in and they gave me a bottle of sparkling water. That's a
1: better question than my desperate appeal to an in-joke on the podcast.
3: You'd have to be really fussy to turn down the sparkling water at that point after three days in the Gobi Desert without any water. But do you think your mouth would be so sensitive that... (laughs) The
1: bubbles would... The bubbles would just like... Your face would melt. (laughs) Yeah, that's the point. I James mean, it's is that- disappointed because I interrupted his Diet Coke story, by the way. <laughs>
3: sorry, <laughs> He's sorry. so angry. He's not going to get over this. <laughs> what, Just, what would be your preference, uh,
2: Pepsi-wise? I'd Diet Pepsi. I'd go for. Um, I, like, <laughs> I, I, like, <laughs> I like... I like Diet Coke as well, but I'd probably prefer Diet Pepsi. But, like, for ages I didn't really have... <laughs> um, I kind of, like, gave up caffeine entirely, which, like, I have to be careful saying that in the building because I think Edwin Coffee's not left yet. But, like, I didn't have caffeine in my diet for ages. And then after, like, five years, I started drinking uh, Diet Cokes again. And I hadn't had, like, full-fat Coke in all that time. And after five years of not having any caffeine and not having regular Coke, Diet Coke just tasted like normal Coke. Can I just say... Firstly,
1: the other we did this the other night. James told that story maybe a hundred times on the podcast. <laughs> it's made the We did it five live times. the other night, and we kept, it was brilliant, it was a lovely show, lovely audience. We came off stage and James looked a bit bummed out. I was like, what's wrong with that? It was really funny. He went, I didn't get a chance to do my Diet Coke story. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great live then to hear people being bored by it live. <laughs> because you all cheered when he started doing it, and then there was a noticeable drop-off in energy.
2: I think you need to be able to tell the difference between bored and on tender hooks. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> yeah. Pop it up, or bread. Pop it up, or bread, Edgar. Right. Pop it up, or bread.
3: I'm gonna go bread. <laughs> um, okay. Well, there we go. Oh, some booze, some booze. A lot a happy. I will people. say though. Some booze. Then. I will say though, if you'd asked me like 20 years ago, the answer would have been poppadoms. Hmm. But pop, the, the joy of poppadoms has sort of permanently be- been curdled in my brain, oh. because poppadoms have too often been a part of what I would call the sad takeaway. <laughs> and why me by Eve? the? At sa- <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> so. Every, you know, like, I think sort of like, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have done this as well. Just like, there's a, there's a point in the night where after after a certain hour, usually midnight, the ordering a takeaway is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And usually it's because, like, at a certain point in the night, your takeaway options start disappearing. And, um, and so then if you're really kind of on one and it's like, I've got, you know, like you want to get like a, a, a late night Chinese or an Indian, it's always that really... Depressing thing that even before you've got to the main, you've ordered being lumbered with the really dry poppadoms in a coming from a plastic bag as well, yeah. is so just depressing. And even even the little tub of mand- mango chutney or the kind of like the the takeaway version of um, what's it called? Rater, the yogurt, yeah, the yogurt one, it's yeah. just like so. I think I've had too many of those, and it's permanently ruined the joy of poppadoms because. I used to to love that, so that's now gone out of my life. I'd say the same for like bad 3am prawn crackers. Yeah. Also, also really depressing. And it's it's sort of permanently ruined both of them for me. So it's got to be bread all the way. Yeah. And if I'd be specific, I'd say like a couple of things that I really like is like, um, well, I just went to Spain actually, and like they. the the bread there they always have like tons and tons of aioli Uh really really garlicky aioli yes that's the best okay so that's what I'm specifically going for great and what type of bread is
2: with that garlicky aioli Spanish bread? Spanish bread. (laughs) Spanish
3: bread! (laughs) Of course! Famous Spanish bread. (laughs) I realised Ross Kemp went into more detail. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure,
2: you you tend to remember exactly what you're eating when there's a gun to your head.
3: (laughs) You want to be polite to your hosts. None of my anecdotes involve (laughs) MS-13.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, you want Spanish bread with loads of garlicky aioli there. Also, like, just a, out of interest, uh, give me a cheer if you would say bread. And um, poppadoms. See, same as the other night, the poppadoms sound happier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were definitely a lot of
3: people cheering both there. Uh, yeah, some people just yeah. haven't had dinner today. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you've got, please. The Poppadoms Doms contingent have ordered them earlier in the evening. Yeah. yeah. They've planned <laughs> it definitely. a little yeah. bit. But I mean, carry a bag,
2: Doms. No Doms. No one's putting them in their dream meal. Especially when they get... yeah, yeah, yeah And prawn crackers, when you get that kind of... Yeah. You can, if you can fold them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's just that thing, like, after 3am or something, there's only... Like, when there's only, like, two takeaways open on mm-hmm. Grubhub... You know it's not going to be good. And if you're
1: on Grubhub at all, really.
3: (laughs) Deliveroo at this point is closed. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: it. When you're like, oh, you scrolled out, even Deliveroo's abandoned you, and then you're like, oh, now I'm going to have to hit up Grubhub. (laughs) Even the name Grubhub...
2: I've never heard of this before. And yeah, I can't
1: something. wait to hear does it. You say it
3: does it still exist? I think, sort of, I, I, you know, once I switched to, you know, once delivery came along, Grubhub was a thing. Is, does Grubhub still exist?
1: It's been taken over by Pornhub. Uh, it's... <laughs> Gr-
3: but you can get anything, any time of the night on that. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, it's never sad. Um... It's always sad, but it is 24 hours a day. <laughs>
2: Have you never heard of Grubhub? No, I've never heard of Grubhub before. Oh,
1: it, that sounded as good as I hoped it would when you said it. <laughs> really?
2: Grubhub. Grubhub. <laughs> we'll get to your main meal now. We'll get to your starter, your dream Aioli,
1: by the way, quickly, genius. I don't think anyone else has chosen Aoli with the bread. I fucking mm-hmm. the garlic when it just rips oh.
2: your face off. It's so good. People don't choose it, I think, because people don't know when to stop saying the first bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not confident enough on the podcast. They're like, I'd like some aioli, please. So no matter how much they love it, they're like, oh, fuck it, I've garlic mayo. This is when we
1: find out how easy it is for James to write James Acaster stand-up material. Oh,
2: that Yeah, Ayo, easy man. when you're a fucking No-one ever knows when to stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty easy. <laughs> Is that a bumblebee? I think that was a fucking bee. <laughs> That's from one of my other shows. I don't know where that bee's gone? Well, great. Now I've got that in my head. <laughs> Count me out for the rest of this. I'm gonna be too scared. <laughs> Your dream starter. Is it from a specific place?
3: Yeah, I went around the houses thinking about this one because I I had to think about what starters I always order because so I tend to order the same things in the same places. And there's also sometimes a thing where, like, if I'm at dinner with my girlfriend, she'll, she'll ask me to order something so she can have most of mine. And usually yeah, that's burrata, which I'm totally happy with. Oh, yeah. Burrata is a great starter. I never thought the, I never realized it rhymes before either. Yeah, you said burrata is a great wow, starter. Yeah. That was quite Whoa. good. <laughs> There's a place in LA, um Asteria Mozza that has a mozzarella bar that's just all burratas. Oh my god. Oh. And it's like it's too decadent. It's like it's too decadent before anything even oh. starts. Like I'm going to die at that place. I've just decided. Yeah. That's where I'm going to die. It's a good place to die. That would um, be if
2: I ever fell out of a plane and god forbid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I'd like to land. I think it'd cushion you enough. On,
3: on one of the baratas. On all of them. Uh, in my head. If you landed on the mozzarella bar itself, you could spring back. Yeah, yeah. Then you might be like... <laughs>
2: all the way back up to the plane.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but with, with the mozzarella
2: in your mouth. Mozzarella and just this like, stream of like, all the gooey stuff that comes off the... <laughs> so it of look like a firework. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Quite nice, is what I'm saying. I'd like that. Prefer that. Although the worst place I'd like to land if I fell out of a plane... Is, are we all, all going to do best and worst? Huh? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. Is on the pavement right next to the baratas. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the worst. I would hate it. <laughs> not on some sea urchins or something? No, not even on some sea urchins, because at least then you're like, oh, well, what chance did I have? But like, you know. <laughs> just,
1: you just survive and just for a second and just see the baratas, You're like, oh, God. Yeah, see someone
2: enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: oh. Mm. That would be bad. That, I, I, that, that, so this is the cycles that I went through. The other thing is a starter that I only had once, which like, in the, my birthday was at the start of lockdown last year, so it was pretty, there was like nothing open, and uh, my girlfriend very nicely on my birthday cooked me like what I can only describe as gourmet movie snacks, which was amazing. So because we were going to have like a movie marathon all weekend, and so mm. she cooked me like um, hot dogs, she's Swedish, with skagen on top, which was amazing. What's, with, like... What's skagen? Skagen's like, the fish kind of... Um, any Swedes in the audience? Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't help, just the squeal.
1: It's like fish woo. Oh, sorry? Uh,
3: fish woo. That's, the, that's what it yeah. that is. Yeah. What? It's like How's a, that helping it, me out? It's a, fish, it's a fish sauce. Okay. It's, it's, it's great. Um, I've only had that once, but I'm get, what I want to... And I think you have mentioned this before, and so I think I'm correct in thinking this, mm-hmm. but the one I eventually plumped for is one that... If I see it on Deliveroo, I will go to that restaurant just to get the starter. And that's the squid at Basaba. etai. Ah, yes! Which the I, calamari I heard, for Basaba. Yes! I've heard some people on the internet call it crack squid. <laughs> and I'd agree with that because I had it the other night and it's just one of those things that's like... I mean, almost the rest of the menu doesn't matter as much. Yeah. But that kind of inky sort of like... Um, Peppercorns Very and happy garlic on it. Very happy. So I'm going to say the basaba squid.
2: Man, if you haven't been to Basaba and got the squid, then your life is kind of incomplete, I'm afraid. <laughs> that is such a good choice. I don't think I've been... Because really, you know, starters are notoriously the worst course, and everyone oh, knows this. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it sounds like And I've like never been so been...
2: happy at a guest starter choice before. This is great.
3: It sounds like you haven't been to the right barata bar. Yeah.
2: yeah, I've not been. <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> but like, how do you, how oh, do you feel about the uh, the squid at
1: Basaba? I have never had this squid Whoa, before. So Whoa! I need more description because I assumed when you said the squid from Basaba, which I nearly said barata. I, I can, <laughs> I, I know what
3: sounds you like. Um, how's it prepared? I assumed it was like deep, like deep fried, like no, calamari. It's like- grilled and in some kind of inky sauce with like peppercorns and garlic. It's lovely. It's
2: magic, but it still has a crunch to it as if it has been fried, like it's been air fried or something, but like it's like, it's, I don't know how they do it Ed, it's impossible. (laughs) The flavour in it has this like indescribable Like, i I'll be honest with
1: you Edgar, um, I've not stopped thinking about you saying you nearly picked hot dogs with fish sauce.
3: Yes! (laughs) I could switch back to that one.
1: I need to know more about this, because, no offence, it sounds disgusting.
3: (laughs) Where's that Swede? Scargan on hot dogs is good, right? What? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yep. (laughs) I guess you had to be there. (laughs) It was delicious. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Maybe it was tastier because it was my birthday, I don't know. It's
2: your birthday, you're looking forward to your movie marathon. <laughs> what, what films did you watch on your birthday movie marathon?
3: I think it was a very, um, a very unusual double bill of um, 2001 A Space Odyssey and Jackie Chan's Police Story. <laughs> nice could almost be a sequel to 2001
2: <laughs> yes. that's what i've always thought
3: <laughs> <laughs> 2001 jackie chan's police story yeah
2: well the end is so ambiguous of 2001. you <laughs> might as well have any film after it and go yeah that's what happened at the end
3: the baby the star baby the star child goes down to earth and becomes yeah. a police officer in hong kong yes i'll be up for that cue up the second film <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um... you're
2: eating your uh, fishy hot dogs
1: What is the... Okay, we don't normally ask this question. It's completely uh, out of the blue here. What is the best food film?
2: Oh, great. Ed, what can I say before we carry on?
3: (laughs) Great question. A popular answer. (laughs) That one's very good. Well, there's two that spring to mind, but one of which I haven't seen recently. Tampopo is a good one. Mm. And then another one that's really good that will make you very hungry is um, Stanley Tucci's Big Night. (laughs) Yeah. I That's a great it. food film. It's impossible not to watch that and be ap- not be absolutely starving at the end of it. I have not seen it. What are they eating in that? Italian food?
1: <laughs> I've
3: heard of it. <laughs> of it. What's, what's your favourite um, food movie? Well, Jaws? Sa-
1: I think I've said this before on the podcast. I have, Spirited Away is an amazing food film. <laughs> And I always, I've always watched that going, oh, look at that incredible food, that's incredible. And ignoring the fact that they're eating so much of it they turn into pigs, <laughs> which has always been my issue. It's always about the quality of the food and not the quantity being too much. Mm. But that's a phenomenal... Those big dumplings, they're like all wobbly and you can see how much soup's in them. as well. Like,
2: oh,
3: yep. yeah. <laughs> James, what's yours? Uh, there's
2: two. Uh, I've probably mentioned both of them on the podcast before. Uh, one is in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York when... <laughs> he gets served all the ice cream oh yeah <laughs> and he's on the bed and they say uh, uh, another scoop sir it's like <laughs> one scoop or two he's like make it free I'm not driving <laughs> one of the best <laughs> absolutely live my life by it still
3: yeah yeah for many reasons <laughs> yeah was never or-
2: driving again yeah.
3: <laughs> was he ordering the rum raisin Was there al- there's not alcohol in the ice cream
2: yeah maybe it was, I don't think it was even rum amazing it was just that Macaulay Culkin's a genius and he can sell that shit worked ice cream is the booze for kids like the kids version of booze so he led that line but the other bit obviously is bangarang in hook is when they have the food fight in hook always makes me but not it's not nice food (laughs) (laughs) not the bit when you can see the food or when they're fighting the bit when they are miming it when they're just doing when that kid is like all that I was like oh, I fucking want that food so much <laughs> Robin Williams hero is looking at the kids and being like huh, uh, and I was like I feel that Yeah. absolutely get what you're feeling like the, the, the kid I think he's called Fats that's not me being an asshole. that's the kid's name <laughs> <laughs> is doing this Yeah. and looking up at him and Robin Williams is like oh god I want that food so much and that I think is the best better than any physical food I've ever seen in a film uh, the, uh, the bangarang the- food is delicious
1: at Sunday school did you mistakenly think that was the last supper
2: yeah <laughs> like, and then Jesus said "Bangerang."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I'd love it if Jesus did bangarang at the last supper listen guys I'm going to level with you I'm not supposed to tell you but I'm going to fucking crucified soon um <laughs> who wants to do a bangerang <laughs> <laughs> cuz it would cheer me up <laughs> i would like to do a bangerang if you're all up for it yeah so the calamari from basaba
3: oh yeah mm. crack, why don't they just call it crack squid
2: they should call it crack squid <laughs> it is so addictive um, like um, my sister came to uh, visit me in london once and i'd planned a we did a food day where we did, basically did a food pub crawl where we did a, a course in each place and just all day had, like, a tasting menu across London. And one of them was the Basava Squid. And I was so excited to go. And, uh, I mean, it was weird going in there and just going, just the Basava Squid, please? <laughs> and it's like a little... And <laughs> they're like, anything else? No. <laughs> After this, we're going to shat you so
0: you. Like,
2: <laughs> mm, OK. But, yeah, I really am up for that choice. So it's a very exciting start. I can't wait to try it. You've influenced me to try it. I can't it. believe you've not tried it. Sorry, man. I thought I knew you. Yeah.
3: If, if we don't get free Basaba from now on, yeah. something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, it has, actually. Ed doesn't deserve it.
1: <laughs> I'll be the only one putting it on Instagram, though. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I'll definitely get free one. I don't know if they'll want you in if you're going to and from the bathroom constantly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can have it to take away, Edgar. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Just the six trips tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll come in, then. Um, main course for Dream Main. Well, this is another one I, I went around the houses on because I, I tend to sort of order the same things around the world and stuff, like traveling and things. No, what I mean is, I, you know, like I'm just between, like, the UK and the States. So, you know, like special, you know, like things like steak and amazing fish, that's great. Then I, I find out myself, I tend to kind of gravitate towards, if you're in, like, a posh restaurant and they have some kind of, like, comfort food on the menu, and you would think, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a sucker for that. Whenever I see comfort food on, like, a fancy, um, in a fancy restaurant, if it's, like, shepherd's pie somewhere or um, another... This is the one I was almost going to pick. I'm like, a real sucker for spaghetti and meatballs. Like, mm. just because like, I don't know, it just makes me sort of like, I, I feel like it, I always feel, I only order spaghetti and meatballs but I feel like I really earned it. <laughs> 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 and then it feels like that thing, if it's been a good day and it's like sort of, you know, like sort of, or, or like usually it's like a celebration meal and it's that thing because it seems like the most unambitious thing on the menu, yeah. spaghetti and meatballs, but it's like, you know what? Spaghetti and meatballs with a, a lot of cheese on top and a glass of that sounds amazing. But I I didn't go for that. I want to, like... most of the
2: spaghetti and meatballs that I've seen, and I've seen plenty...
1: (laughs) If you had to put a number on it. Huh? If you had to put a number on it. Good point. I want the the number of the individual plates, and then I want the number of the meatballs... Yes. ..and then the strands of spaghetti. Fair
2: enough. Um, I think in my 36 years on this planet, I have probably seen... (laughs) Now, (laughs) I've probably seen 102 (laughs) plates of spaghetti and meatballs. Mm -hmm. I'd say I've seen probably 510 meatballs (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) 5... 1,000 strands of spaghetti. Yeah. (laughs) I think. On the nose, 5,000. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. But I would say a lot of the plates of spaghetti and meatballs I saw for the first uh, maybe 10 years of my life were cartoons.
3: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Lady and the Tramp. It looks fun. Yeah. Just really big
2: in the world of cartoons, spaghetti and meatballs. Like Everyone's eating them all the time. Way more than they do in, like... Day to day life. Yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs is on the menu a lot in cartoons.
1: That's why I always feel slightly let down by spaghetti and meatballs when I have them because no one in real life can twizzle spaghetti like you can in a cartoon. Yeah. You know when they go like, and they've got the whole lump and it's like, and then they suck it, the last bit of spaghetti goes straight in.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Do that again? You just have to practice. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Very good. I I know there's some terrible plates of spaghetti meatballs out there. Yeah, there's some particular ones. There's two places in the state, in LA actually, that I just, I I can't not have it when I'm there. Right. There's like, have you ever been to that uh, restaurant, Little Doms? Have you been there? I've not been to Little Doms. No. I know I asked James
2: and not Ed No I've never been, been to little Doms. little Doms James. I mean obviously if I saw Little Doms I'd go there because it sounds hilarious but no I've not been to Little Doms
3: Where's Little I've never, Dom please? I've never, met, I've never met Little Dom himself No, no. never met him
2: oh, Love to know what Little Dom's like Let's get Little Dom on the podcast in the future. <laughs> you, can, you can come but back for it. Uh,
3: that, that also isn't my pick. That was my B choice. Yeah. And it was like the, the, the spaghetti and meatballs at the, at the Chateau Marmont Hotel or like Little Dom's, both of which I can't not have it. And it's like it always feels like sort of such, such a, a beautiful achievement to have nice spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. But something happened to me like a couple of months ago where to go back to the comfort food thing... I was in Cornwall for like a week trying to sort of write on my own yes and um, she saw you there I think what I hadn't accounted for because I've probably been in London too much and probably spoiled during the pandemic by Deliveroo and other like um, takeaway apps I didn't realise in in Cornwall when I got there that the, the options would go down to two both of which were like 75 minutes away. And so I, I, didn't, I, did, I didn't eat like a lot of... Um, and most of the... Because it was just coming out of the pandemic. I was a place, a staying in a place called St. Agnes. Anybody know St. Agnes of Cornwall? So my eating that week had sort of gone down to very basic because I'm not an amazing cook and I sort of... Uh, I, and most of the places kind of closed early and they were like, you know, and the, and the takeaway options were not great and I'd sort of already burned through the... Chinese and the Indian ones that were on offer. And so it was my last night in St. Agnes and Cornwall, this little house. And then I noticed that the the local fish and chip shop was open. And I thought, I'll just get fish and chips. And maybe it was because I'd sort of suffered through a week of like not great food. The the fish and chips were orgasmic. (laughs) And I just, um, I just, uh, I I just kind of had like my little ratatouille moment of uh, just going back to sort of like, and it was also it was a thing. it kind of cracked the, the sad takeaway thing because it was so amazing even the fact that I was sitting there in a house in Cornwall eating it on my own with the little Heinz sachets it was just beautiful so I give a shout out to. I remember the name of the fish chop because it was called Fish and Chips like nuclear fission in Fish Agnes. and Chips <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fish Saint, and Chips Fish and Chips
1: why was it called that?
3: I, I don't it know. a I guess so power like, plant. I guess it could be. I'd have asked why before I
2: ate it, personally. <laughs> I'd have said why have you named it fish and chips like nuclear fission. I wouldn't have gone. Thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Straight in the mouth. See what happens. Could have Hulked out. I think they were really were great. I don't think it was yeah. just the kind of the the week of like mm. my bad cooking that I'd suffered through. But it was just a beautiful moment. And it was a bit of solo, uh, uh, non-sad takeaway dining that I really enjoyed. So I'd like to give a shout-out to that. So is that a shout-out or your actual choice? That's going to be my choice. The choice? Fish and chips? Yes.
2: Yeah, I like that. Fish and chips. (laughs) Great choice. Nice choice. The the
3: 700-pound meal that's the Bernardine is permanently cursed, so... Fish and chips from Fish and Chips in St. Agnes Cornwall it is.
2: Yeah. And this is like, so far, this is a very seafoody menu. Yes, it's true. You know, we've got the squid and now we're on to Fish and Chips.
1: Let's dig down into this, into this Fish and Chips. Yes. What sort of fish?
3: It was fried haddock. Lovely. And there was a lot of salt and vinegar. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave me a sachet of uh, ketchup and a sachet of mayonnaise. And I asked if I could have... Two more, and he said, that's 40 pence, and I was happy to pay it. (laughs) Imagine if you haven't.
2: (laughs) I I spend 700 quid on nothing.
1: (laughs) How much salt and how much vinegar? So let's mime it
2: out now. So I'm the man. Oh, you be the chippy, and I'll say stop. I'm the man, right, okay. uh, You're the man, okay. (laughs) Right, someone film this and make a gif of (laughs) that.
1: So that was, I'd say maybe eight, eight shakes. Okay. Eight shakes. Feels like a good amount. Eight shakes. The vinegar's like a free free pouring vinegar, right? Okay.
3: Okay, go vinegar.
2: (laughs) Holy Christ. Rest in peace.
3: Ah, I forgot to say stop. (laughs) It wasn't that much. Uh, That's 40
1: pence, please. (laughs) That is how much uh, vinegar my girlfriend has on stuff. We'll go to, like, the, the we used to live near an amazing kebab shop called Kebab Kid uh, in, in southwest Southwest London, uh, and when she'd go in, they'd, have, they'd be like, oh, here comes the vinegar lady. <laughs> 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 they'd be doing that to get the vinegar in, and she'd be like, a bit more, bit more, bit more, like, with a queue forming around the block. Just mad. I you it. can't do the soaking wet by the end. Oh, <laughs> yes. a big potato soup.
2: <laughs> I'll back that up. I like it. I mean, I don't I like, a, like a soup, but, like... I definitely like loads of vinegar. And when I was a kid, we'd all go at lunchtime to the fish and chip shop. Ah. Loads of salt and vinegar. And we wanted so much vinegar. And then we would uh, put our heads directly in the bag and, and huff it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I got into poppers when I was about
2: 13. <laughs> so it's a similar sort of story. That guy shouted, Ketman knows what I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> huff in a poppers, bag of yeah. fish and chips. <laughs> You had always haddock above cod?
3: Um, I think, I, I think it was because... Cod! Oh, yeah. oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like a sucker like, for the most expensive item on the menu. Because when you see cod and then it's like haddock is 20p more, you go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to try the haddock. That seems like the fancy option.
1: It's a good choice, haddock. I mean, you know, I, I speak to you as a buttered sausage boy for life always battered sausage and in some, some of my darky years a battered sausage and a saveloy just to see it naked you know
2: yeah it's interesting yeah <laughs> take the clothes must be weird there. for them in the bag together <laughs> come on you know we're going to someone's house you don't want to put anything on <laughs> how uncivilised <laughs> it is easy to write my material that is how I do it. Workshop that. Haddock, I've got traumatic memories of oh, because I, I'm I, wor- sorry. I worked in a pub where we had haddocks and they were in this like water that would kind of like, even though the haddocks were like, no, the haddocks were just, yeah, floating around in there. So the water stank and it was a prank to put people's belongings in the haddock water.
3: Oh, no, 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 no.
2: When they didn't know and stuff like that. But the way to do it, when it was, if it was like their clothing or something, it would get wrapped in cling film first, so it doesn't get wet. But you put it in there, and the 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 stink of the haddock will get in there. <laughs> and so people did started doing that. But one day, <laughs> someone was like, "I'm going to get a caster," and they went up. They got my shoes, cling filmed my shoes put them in there, but literally they put them in there, they walked out the fridge. I walked in the fridge thinking I'm suspecting something. I put it, there were my shoes, got them out before they stank, then put his shoes in there. <laughs> and then all shift, he was going, "Oh, anyone, uh, anyone fancy some haruka after this? <laughs> and all this. And I was like, no, not really. Oh, you will, mate. <laughs> and all this. I'm loving it. And at the end, we went up to the changing rooms, so I put my shoes on, and he was like, oh, James, have you... <laughs> was like, I'm pretty good anyway, I, was like, I was like oh yeah they're my shoes where are your shoes <laughs> it's just the horror on his face you prick I'm not a prick am I <laughs> clearly not a prick I'm you <laughs> but yeah but on my last day at the at the thing they dumped a bucket of the haddock water over my car no Yeah, and it got into the uh, air vents is that why you crashed so much? Yeah, I had to crash it. <laughs> had to crash it to get a new one.
3: Have you ever been able to enjoy Haddock since? No, not really. Honestly, I haven't, <laughs> I, I, I honestly haven't
2: really... I, I wouldn't, I'd always order cod in a fish and chip shop still. Um, but maybe that's just because I think it's the OG. It's the OG f- fish. <laughs> right? It's, it's the OG fish. I cod is right. the OG fish. It was famously the first fish. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The original fish. I think Cod's the original fish. Is that the original fish in your That's why it's so close to the word God. Yes.
1: Because when God was like, I'm going to make these things, pop them in that, and then they started to slither away. It was like, oh, I've got to name them uh, Cod!
3: (laughs) There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. He's put, there's, a, there's a lot of ones that are, are they're on constant rotation, including Brussels sprouts, which, um, oh, you know, which I find amazing that Brussels sprouts has gone from being everybody's least favourite side or the, one of the most unpopular ones to, to the hipster side, which is but, an amazing transformation in time. So I don't think that's hit here properly yet. In, in, the, uh, in the States, especially, in, yeah, it's like Brussels sprouts everywhere. There's that amazing Portlandia sketch about the, um, how... Uh, Brussels Sprouts got hipsterified yeah. if you've ever seen that. It's an entire episode, in fact. <laughs> oh, you know, I have seen that. It's great. I fucking
1: love it, but it's just not hit here yet. Love Brussels Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here no, they're, it... still fart. they're still farts
3: they're still fartsy. I, I like I like them before. So even when they were like edge. boiled and like really tasteless, I still like them. But then they got all cool in the States. Oh, so, so you like... like you liked
1: Brussels Sprouts when they weren't cool.
3: Right? I like them. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. their first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You've got all their old stuff on vinyl, right? Yeah.
3: Aren't you... Um, but now, like, you're you know... Making,
1: aren't you making a documentary about Brussels sprouts? About... Uh, yeah. The Sprout uh, Brothers. The, the Sprout Brothers, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that pause there was the three of us trying to think of other riffs off of that subject. Just so All of know. us coming to a dead end and going, Oh, no, man, no, that's that. These There's are the no... bits
1: we normally... Cl- our podcast records are normally four and a half hours long, and three hours is absolute silence.
2: <laughs> it's us going, I've got something... Wait, 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 I've got something.
1: Sprout Brothers.
2: Sprout Brothers. I mean, there's not many parallels we can draw between the band Sparks and Brussels Sprouts, to be fair to us. We did quite well to get it as far (laughs) as we did. (laughs) One
3: of of the brothers is called Russell. That rhymes with Brussels. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We're getting somewhere. We should should quit.
1: We should quit if we couldn't come up with that. Oh, that is genuinely depressing that we didn't... Jesus. Well... So are you picking Brussels sprouts? Or?
3: No. This is, and this is another one where I kind of go back to comfort food thing. And I'm sorry, I'm going to have to mention Little Dom's again, which you have definitely not been to. Not been to Little Dom's, but I love
2: it. I'm glad we're back there. To be honest... I felt like we moved away from it a bit too quickly last night. <laughs> we mentioned Little Doms. We were all excited and intrigued as to what Little Doms was. And then we moved on from it. And we were all like, I want to hear more about Little well, Doms. Well,
3: they have a side there on the menu. It's called Grilled Summer Corn, which, um, you know, it sounds like it's going to be like corn on the cobble, like nice and charred and everything. Mm. But it is literally like a big plate of sweet corn with like gar- like garlic and butter and cheese and... I will like shovel that down my gob without anybody else touching it, an entire plate of sweet corn. And I think that's something like, just as a a kid, and uh, apologies, I I think some people in the room might be with me on this, but did anybody eat uh, sweet corn straight from the tin when they were young? Okay. I'm with you guys.
0: Whoa,
2: I'm going to (laughs) say way more people than I anticipated. (laughs) I thought you going to get five people or something going, oh, yeah, I did that. All of them guzzling sweetcorns from, from the tin. Still too proud. He's there doing
3: it now. Yeah! <laughs> Filling his mask with it and eating it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have to reverse engineer something back to my main, actually. When I bought the uh, haddock and chips from Fish and Chips in St. Agnes Cornwall, I, I became very confident of, like, what I had was, like, this is going to be good. I have a good feeling about these fish and chips. And I went over the road to the spa that was still open and I bought a can of Green Giant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I went home and I put some butter on it. I stirred it up and it was delightful. Okay, so you did it straight from the but tin. It warmed it up? Was, I did warm it up,
2: yeah. So, yeah. Did you call it Little Edgar's sweet little Edgar's, when you yeah. did it? A little what? Little Edgar's. That's your name,
3: Edgar. <laughs> little Edgar. <laughs> I think that was just one of the words that got lost in the fold back here. I was like, what are you (laughs) saying? What is this? (laughs) Italian name? I famously
2: cannot hear my own name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's an idea for a film. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody can't hear their own name. Imagine the
1: the hijinks they'd get up to. Not hearing your own name.
2: Walking around, people
3: are trying to warn them of stuff. Yeah. They can't hear it. It's, it's a, a, a Quiet Place Part 3. The only way to defeat the aliens is that the, uh, the only word they can't hear is Edgar. So if you, just, if you say Edgar over and over and over again, you can survive.
2: I thought you were going to say the only word they can't hear is their own name. <laughs> so you have to learn their individual names. Yeah. Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs>
3: To go back to the sweet corn, though. I think, as I just said, like off. Sweet sweet corn has always been.
1: This is a wonderful character trait from you, Edgar. That I was not expecting. To get Every back to so the sweet- you'd be like, but if we could get back to the
2: sweet corn. <laughs> Never mind that I just did an absolutely spot-on impression yeah. of the monsters from the Quiet Place. Anyway, I like sweet corn from. <laughs> I've just
1: noticed the little time, dogs. but we really need to get back to this sweet corn.
3: I like little doms. I just, got, I guess I've never been to a restaurant where the side is just a pile of sweet corn. Yeah. And How big is this plate?
2: You said you could have the whole pretty plate big. to yourself.
3: And the sad thing is I can eat all of it. Yeah. Well, that's not sad. That sounds lovely. It's, I mean, <laughs> I'm presuming at the dream restaurant that calorie intake is not an issue. If you want it to be not an issue,
2: some people, <laughs> some people might like it. Some people say, double the calories, please. I love being buzzed on all the calories. But if you want no calorie intake... But the same great taste
3: and experience, we can do that for you. I, th- I listened to um, Joe Wick's one, and I, I, was, I was impressed by the amount of, like, calorific intake. But then I thought, he works out for 23 hours a day, yeah, and he can still, do that. Yeah. Unlike me, he can eat whatever he wants.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's running from restaurant to restaurant on his <laughs> menu. It's okay, he's doing a lap of London eating it all. He's all right. You're, you're kind of little Dom's in a taxi. Wolf in the sweet corn. Yeah. <laughs> and getting he- Grubhub to send you some fish and chips from Cornwall.
1: Little Dom chasing you out of the restaurant telling you you can't take the plate, but you can't hear him because he's shouting your name.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Joe Wicks would eat individual pieces of corn in between burpees. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just... LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: Um, Edgar, have you ever had, because this, this is a recent discovery for me and James, corn ribs?
3: Oh, yeah, I have.
1: We, uh, we've had some from a place called Fallow, where you, like, chop them. Yeah. And then you basically deep-frying bits of sweet corn, and then they've got this amazing kombu seasoning, and you just eat them like a rib. But I had them in Oaxaca the other night as well. It's the new big thing, corn ribs. Speaking of cartoons, great.
3: with corn on the cob... Do yeah. you eat them left to right like it's a typewriter or something? Do you, do, do you make the noise? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to work it out. Do you What's do them left style? to right?
1: What is my mm. style? Because that's one style, right?
3: But then I think I I do it
1: yeah, in sections. Yeah, I'll do that. Ah. Fully
3: round like that, yeah. Yeah,
2: I'll do
1: sections.
3: I mean, like spaghetti and meatballs, I think any food you want to pretend you're in a Tom and Jerry cartoon, yeah. I yeah. would go left to right and finish a line... Yeah, like it's Tetris. Yeah. And then yeah, roll it around and start again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cartoons are always like that. I guess it would be weird. I mean, imagine being an animator, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, you know, hand in the you got to animate the camera eating the corn on the cob today." And you turned it in, and you did it. Then rotated it, and they were like, uh. "Right, Michael, I'm going to have to see you in my office." Yeah. <laughs> you've changed the game. What does that look like to you? I has <laughs> the mouse eating the corn on the cob. Think any kids want to watch that? <laughs> and it's going to make anyone happy? <laughs> Throw a corn on the cob on the table. Michael, eat that now. <laughs> eat that for me. I want to film you on my phone and you tell me how nice it looks.
1: Michael desperately trying to get them to delete the email he's just sent of the spaghetti and meatballs scene. Yeah. <laughs> where the spaghetti doesn't do this at the end.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Michael, you know, though, like... does this swing any bells? Because <laughs> apparently you don't know what the fuck that is. You know, though, with the old Disney cartoons and stuff, and I presume other cartoons, but Disney cartoons like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they filmed, uh, like, actors or models or dancers doing the actions, and then they would animate from that. Do you think that when they were getting some people to act out Lady in the Tramp, (laughs) that they just happened to get on 35mm film the spaghetti twirling into somebody's mouth one time, and the cameraman says, Did you fucking see that? (laughs) (laughs) We have that's that it. footage forever.
1: That's now the standard.
3: Especially
2: if it was two dogs. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> people don't know this, but Lady in the Tramp was meant to be about two people. Yeah. And they had all the scene ready with the meatballs and then two dogs just fucking legged it in, did that, and they're like I guess we're changing the whole script.
1: <laughs> have you ever done a Lady in the Tramp spaghetti in real life? Like a Same bit of spaghetti towards someone?
2: No, but I am absolutely hoping that you have. It's weird. You've done it. (laughs) 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 It blows my mind time and time again how I'm painted to be the weird one all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so weird. Doing Lady at the Tramp. Oh, there'll be questions. You mean to tell me you sat down with a plate of spaghetti and meatballs? Yeah. And you put one end of the spaghetti in your mouth yep. and the other end in the dog's mouth. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guess the question is, Ed, were you the lady or the tramp in this
0: situation?
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm a little bit of both. You know me. Mm-hmm.
2: When did you do this?
1: It's the eye contact that's the hardest
2: thing. <laughs> lady mm. in the streets, tramp in the sheets. <laughs> How far into your relationship was it, Ed? Early. Early.
3: (laughs) Was it during a speed date?
1: (laughs) Yeah, i take spaghetti with me to speed dating nights.
3: (laughs) To each
2: table. (laughs) Right. Hit the clock. We've got to try something right now.
3: No. Next one. (laughs) (laughs) Spaghetti's cooling down. We've got to be quick. I think it would be a good speed dating night to only try and recreate that scene from Lady in the Trap. Yeah. Or, good idea for a dating night,
1: everyone, some people are on one side, other people are on the other side, there's long pieces of spaghetti that all cross over. <laughs> you all put them in your mouth and you just start sucking and see wow. <laughs> see who you end up with. See
2: who you end up with, yeah, nice.
1: It's like a key ring party. It's like a key
2: party, yeah, except with spaghetti. Yeah. Although I would like to like, you know, what before. Do you do with everyone, the, meatballs? <laughs> the meatballs are all just rolling around on the floor. It's horrible. Did you roll a meatball towards her with your nose when you did it? <laughs> Should have done
1: that. If you're familiar with Lady in the Trump, I think you know what's coming next. Here is this fat chef that I've hired <laughs> with an accordion.
2: So that's a lovely side. That's all the sweet corn. Your dream drink.
3: I think I, I gravitate towards a lot of things. I mean, usually red wine is usually the option, but I'm not like a wine connoisseur. So I usually go for something that's fun to say. Yes. Pinot Noir is fun to say. Mm-hmm. Merlot, not so fun to say. Mm-hmm. Chateau Neuf de Pap, very fun to oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's even, in a, it's even in a Beastie Boys lyric. Yeah. With a bottle of Chateau, Chateau Neuf, Neuf de, de, pac, de Pap, I'm fine like wine Where's when start. I go to oh. rap. Yes.
1: There's not many other wines you could have used there, to be fair. is <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> so L- no, yeah, so what Doms, happened L- there? Is that why you go to Little Dom's, fun to say?
3: What, for some Chateauneuf-de-Pas?
2: Just go to Little Dom's because it's fun to say. That's what I would say. Little think. Dom's is fun to say. I'd say I'm going to Little Dom's. I wouldn't care what they're ordering. What they're ordering? They're,
3: they don't order, do they? No, no, no. That's... Can't believe you've not got your head around this yet. That's my, theor- That's I'm my, new to my this. theory with wine, though. Order something fun to say. That's yeah. it. I'm, um, b-
1: I'm beginning to see why you ended up with a £700 bill. <laughs> 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 so fun to say. And the funniest one to say is always at the bottom of the list.
3: But I'm, what, <laughs> I'm gonna, what I'm going to go for in my drink though, and I have, I have like a, like a, I'm going to do an A and B thing, which is going to be the main drink, and then maybe the end of night drink. Okay. Main drink would be a gin martini with a twist of lemon, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think is like a really highly concentrated, sophisticated way to get really drunk real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I just... Uh, uh, yeah, I've come to enjoy a gin martini. It's the perfect drink. They're great. Let's, yeah, let's not fuck around with that. Just straight
1: down
2: the hatch. Two and you're done. Yes. <laughs> bam, I love bam. it. We went for... Uh, where is it that's meant to be the best gin martini? That guy said, Duke's in London.
1: The hotel bar is Dukes. Yeah, apparently it's amazing. We didn't go.
2: I wanted to go and Ed wouldn't let me.
1: (laughs) Well, we'd been drinking wine all afternoon. We were invited somewhere to drink wine, and the man said, who invited us, he said, "Um, well, you should go to Dukes for a martini one day, and James said, we should go after this. And the man went, no, you should not.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> and then we went to a pub around the corner and we drank Guinness for the afternoon Yes. and then I still wanted to go to the gin place <laughs> I was told we couldn't go so you're going for a gin martini with a twist of lemon but then there's another drink later on do you want to do that drink after your dessert or, um, or do you want to shout it out now
3: well I'll shout it out now because I don't, I don't really know anybody that likes this drink but I'm sure somebody in here will because I kind of think it, it seems like it's probably a granny drink but like my favourite late night drink is an amaretto on ice. Oh, okay. Woo-hoo. More than I would have thought. It's basically like liquid marzipan. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I always, f- uh, like, I've never seen anybody else drink it, so I feel very uh, at home now that there was a cheer for amaretto on ice. It's I,
1: Yeah, I don't think, I, I never order it. Would you ever order it in a bar? Oh, yeah. Uh, you would. I like.
3: At the end of the night, though. Mm,
1: it yeah. feels like a sort of a good kind of closer. When you're off home for your 3
3: a.m. curry. <laughs> just before finishing my meal yeah. and going home to fire up Grubhub <laughs> and find the saddest Chinese meal I possibly can with the driest prawn crackers <laughs>
2: in a plastic bag. I like an amaretto sour. Oh, yeah. Very nice cocktail. Um, <laughs> yeah. Got, you know, first of all, I was a whiskey sour guy and then got into the amaretto sours big time. So, But I've never gone like just pure amaretto, which now I kind of think I will.
3: Oh, I was reading up about it before. I thought I'd do some amaretto research and uh, it comes, there's almonds in it, but also the two things you can extract from almonds is like the I guess the amaretto liqueur, but also cyanide. I didn't know about that. Oh, wow. So I didn't know that cyanide came from almonds. Nice. But that would be a good way to, you know, poison someone.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, it would take a fucking long time, I reckon. <laughs> It would be slower than doing it with one bubble of sparkling water at a time. Because <laughs> I, wa- I once went through a real Brazil nut phase, uh, and
2: I ate... I can vouch for this. It was I ate
1: half a kilo of Brazil nuts on a bus back from Oxford. Um, <laughs> and then I googled Brazil nuts after I finished the bag, and it said they had a lot of selenium in them, and selenium can kill you. So I did a lot of panicked research, and I think you'd have to eat about maybe 1,000 kilos. And how many kilos had you done on the bus trip? Well, I could. Then I cracked into my second half kilo bag. Because
2: <laughs> you were getting the bus, Ed. Before you got on the bus, when someone offered you the almonds, um, did you say, "Make it a whole bag"? I'm not driving. Did you say that? <laughs> Sorry, it was Brazil nuts. Yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh man, you're right. Oh, it's been <laughs> lockdowns really taking its toll. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> I'm rusty. Your dessert.
1: Now, this is... Now, Edgar, I, I, what I would say to you is that, obviously, the amaretto, quite a sweet drink. Yes. So, Oh, you piece of shit. You don't, don't feel, Edgar, like you obviously then... Oh, bit sweet. You might need something to take the edge off the sweetness, maybe something a little bit more savoury for the final course of the meal.
2: Well... Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe something nice and savoury, like... Hmm, maybe... <laughs> The pavement in Trafalgar Square, where I would <laughs> throw you. <laughs> oh no, you I better choose. not land
1: next to the Barata Bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, can we, sorry Edgar, before you give your um, cheese board choice. What uh, the fuck? No one's <laughs> in, no, no We, one's got, a, we got a text cheese. saying that um, uh, it, from someone went, bit of intel about the queue, uh, there's a lady with a cheese board on her head. <laughs> um, is, there a, is, there, is there a
2: lady here with a cheese board on her head? What's she gonna look like? Where's where's
1: (laughs) Where is she? I don't know what 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 I'm expecting from the end of this. There is genuinely... Can Uh. we put
2: the house lights up so I can see the lady's cheese board? She's under there. I can't describe how she looks to you. She has come with a cheese board hat. She has made a cheese board. I'm sorry, everyone up there. I love you.
1: Get me a plate of spaghetti. There's something I want to try with you. Right, and then we can grate your head all. I don't want to say that.
2: No. <laughs> I think acceptable. Disgusted, thing to say to a fan. Which bit? Get some spaghetti there's something I want to try with you. <laughs> and then saying you're going to grate a head or something. I to we hosted this podcast solo because you've been canceled. <laughs> After this,
1: God, that would be the way I get cancelled, isn't it? Be a cheese creep.
2: Yep, be a little cheese perv. <laughs> uh, also, obviously, oh, well, before we move on, um, I don't know. Uh, there she is. Fuck you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, Edgar. I, have, I have a controversial suggestion to settle this. Because I would say, and also, if this is the dream meal, and also, like calories are not a problem and money is no option. I would say that dessert and cheese are two different courses, am I right? Yep,
2: absolutely. <laughs>
3: Because we haven't even got into petty fours and all of that shit no, as well.
1: No, no, but I think you know, uh, sometimes you don't want anything sweet, you just uh, the more sophisticated way to round oh. up, go fuck yourselves you can all go fuck yourselves <laughs> It's lovely for a type 1 diabetic to meet so many future type 2s
3: Okay. Wait, wait, wait
1: Sorry See you in the Thames, you fucking pricks.
2: Like, he, he gets a bit testy when he's near the scene of the crime.
3: I, I like to be I like to be a Flashbacks. people I like to be a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna break the format and I'm gonna say both. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So but the cheese board comes second. The dessert comes first. And yes. I was going to say... Ah, excellent Sorry way to close the mic. meal,
1: Edgar. Thank you very much. Close on cheese. The but, headliner.
3: That I, I appreciate... I'll accept
2: that. Dessert is dessert, and the cheese board is a little after thing. Fine. I, after, I've, I've, after, never, yeah. I've never said... <laughs> that I'm not okay with that. I've always
3: stated. There are multiple what, episodes, where I've said that's fine. The, the, the dessert I was going to go for... I'm kind of a sucker for anything chocolatey, but let's say... A chocolate nemesis cake, which is pretty amazing. If you've ever had the one at the There's there, There's a few at the, um, the River Cafe does chocolate nemesis cake, which I is. There you go. <laughs> and it's like he works there. <laughs> <laughs> he's clapping himself. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Do, like me. like he's coming off at his own testimonial match. Do you, do, you, do you make the chocolate nemesis cake I don't but I am a chef but I'm not a pastry chef if, listen uh, if you don't make the chocolate
2: <laughs> pretty <laughs> impressive <laughs> no, I, was, uh, I take my applause back you fucking asshole. Thought <laughs> you made the chocolate nemesis cake that's awesome <laughs> it's pretty exciting but did you hook go up with some nemesis cake? No, yeah, that was not the answer to and, the question it, I asked.
3: Did you say did you say that the Nemesis cake has turned you insane?
2: Maybe. I'm
1: um, crazy. We went to... For my dad's 60th birthday, we went to the River Cafe. And uh, a man who was at my dad's 60th birthday, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life, he went back to the kitchen, speak to one of the chefs, and he came back and he was holding an artichoke. <laughs> and he went, Guys... The first artichoke of the season. <laughs> and it was the first time my sister's boyfriend had ever been to like a gamble family event. <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck is up with your family?" And he, I think he was holding it up, expecting applause, just like the
2: first artichoke of the season. I' we like, "Sit down, Chris." <laughs> you and your fiance are there slurping spaghetti between the two of <laughs> not sure
3: about your family. They're a little weird. I will say the other thing, because I, I, was, I was checking it with my uh, girlfriend about the chocolate Nemesis cake, and I said, oh, mean, it comes with ice cream, right? She goes, no, it comes with creme fraiche. She said, you ordered the ice cream as well. Oh, <laughs> right. Good. Well, so, I've never had chocolate Nemesis cake. It's good. It's um, just like a gooey, like, um, you know, like a fondant cake. It's oh, really good. Like it's a amazing. chocolate lava cake. Sort of, yeah. It's a fancy... Yes. I don't know. I don't know who the nemesis is. It's a.
0: Yeah. It, it well, implies when you that said, it's like a big baddie.
1: Edgar, when you said chocolate nemesis cake, I saw James going. <laughs> I know exactly what was happening in his head. He thought it was a cake you could only get at Alton Towers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is what I thought. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend it wasn't. You thought it was a cake you could. I uh... thought it was associated with the ride at Alton Towers. <laughs>
3: You thought it was a cake that you could only eat on the Nemesis you ride. not necessarily
2: only eat there, but, like, I thought it would be based on there. Like, I immediately thought the design would be
3: quite complex you have of to the ke- cake. <laughs> you have to queue for eight hours to eat some.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah for ages. <laughs> My dad's here uh, tonight. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I, but um, hey, um... I am... Um, I, um... When I was a kid, my parents surprised us by taking us to Alton Towers. They didn't tell us it was going to happen. And I was nine years old, and they woke us up, and they were like, hey, we're going to go somewhere for the day. And they were telling us, like, we're going to go to a deer park. It was a little trick. And then we got to Alton Towers, and it was the best day. It was so much fun. And I was in the queue for Nemesis with my dad. And I was really excited. And I looked up at him and went, Dad, this has been the best day of my whole life. (laughs) And he went, you're nine. (laughs)
3: Oh, absolutely <laughs> quality. <I haven't, laughs> I did it get any
2: better? Yeah, uh, no, that's still the best time.: <laughs> So it's valid now.
1: Uh, honestly, there was a genuinely heartwarming moment backstage where I looked up in the green room and James and his dad were sat next to each other, both eating pastries in exactly the same way.
3: <laughs> Rotating them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> Can I ask Mr. River Cafe something? Yeah. Do you know why it's about called the chocolate nemesis? Why is it called the nemesis?
2: Now he's going to answer the question that I asked. That he's going to answer that one. <laughs> why is it called the chocolate nemesis, mate? I don't know. It's been around for about 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's more information than we expected, though. <laughs> <laughs> Outdid yourself, there.
1: Years, you? 20 You 30 years. I guess we'll never know it's been around so long. Yeah. There's no one alive. <laughs>
3: And then, after I've woofed the chocolate nemesis cake and some ice cream, yes, then the cheese board. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're having got, the we've amaretto. About Fifteen
1: minutes. Take us through cheese by cheese, bite by bite.
3: You don't have to do that.
2: Um, after the, <laughs> um, after the chocolate nemesis cake, is it chocolate nemesis cake? Then amaretto, then the cheese board.
3: Amaretto at the end, then.
2: At the very end, end. Okay, fair enough. And the cheese board, I guess you're just getting that for
3: a joke. <laughs> what, what
1: sort of cheeses do you want edgar
3: i would like more hard cheeses than soft cheeses lovely but that's okay and it's got to have the little quince tubes, uh, cubes or whatever they're called quince, quince. right
1: quince cubes yeah quince yeah. jelly
3: cubes oh you got to have those
1: absolutely oh man what so what sort of hard cheeses would you like
3: <laughs> i'm whatever's nice to say
2: oh fuck you <laughs> I'll tell you what's nice to say. More ice cream. <laughs> I'm not driving. <laughs> I'll let you have the cheese board. Um, maybe, like, you know, you can mo- have that by the hearth. Is that all right? I like, to move people to the fireplace. Oh, yeah, get
3: off the, get off the table?
2: Yeah. Do you,
3: you say pad? hearth?
2: Hearth. <laughs> is, that, is that not the... That not the a lot
1: of people in here were like, oh, I think we're going to leave that alone, are we? No.
2: I've said hearth all my life, yeah, and no-one's corrected me on it, so this is a very bad moment to discover yeah, that's yeah. wrong. <laughs> it's hearth, yeah, it's hearth. That's okay. Yeah. I've just got to accept this like a champ. <laughs> Ed- everyone saw in my eyes when I said hearth that it wasn't me just getting it wrong. Uh, you know, as a one-off, they were like, yeah, he's believed that his whole life. So like, <laughs> there's no point me trying to sell it any different now. But how often does it come up, really? Not very often. Uh, only when I tell people, take that cheese board over to the hearth where it belongs. <laughs> Still sounds right to me.
3: But when, when they say, do you want to retire to the hearth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, uh, that's the thing, I think. no essentially one's essentially ever- saying, like, "Get, we want this table back. So,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, if they true. don't
3: have a hearth, you're going to end up eating the cheese board on the It
1: street. sounds like they're saying, do you want to go over to the hearse?" And they've got a lisp.
2: <laughs> well, that's where someone should go if they ordered a cheese board, quite frankly. Yeah. Straight cheese into the hearse. Her.
1: I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah.
3: I'll be in the hearth, please follow on. <laughs> Sir, you've eaten the chocolate nemesis cake and a bowl of ice cream and the whole cheese board. Would you like to go to the hospital? <laughs>
2: Well, I think this is fine. I think that's quite a good menu. I'm going to read the menu back to you now, see how you feel about it. Now, normally, Benito would write this down, and I would read it out, um, but... Um, he, will not, he will 100% not come out, by the way. Yeah, he's not going to come out. Listen. Yeah, yeah.
1: I want to see Benito.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, that will have put him off even more. <laughs> There's no way... No way you will. Um, but, so I'll try and remember it by memory. Tricky. Um, uh, <laughs> remember so. it
1: by memory. It's one of the classic ways. Huh? <laughs> oh,
2: here we go. Here we go. Uh, Edgar Wright, uh, you would like uh, still water uh, to start. Nothing in it, as part of my ice cubes. Uh, no sparkling water ice cubes. No sparkling water ice cubes. Just, just the normal ice cubes in it. You want Bread. And you want that bread with plenty of aioli. Spanish bread. (laughs) Spanish bread. Uh, You would like, for your starter, you want the calamari from Basaba. Your main, you would like fish and chips from Fish and Chips in Cornwall. (laughs) With a side of the sweet corn from Little Dom's. Your drink, you would like a... Don't, don't, don't help me out. I'm going to get this. You would like a gin martini, martini with a lemon twist. Oh, Later yeah. on, at the end of the meal, you would like an amaretto with ice. For your dessert, you would like a chocolate nemesis cake with ice cream and then retire to the hearth for <laughs> no. a cheese board, which I will allow. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Great menu. That
2: really
1: sounds
0: like a good menu. dinner.
1: Really good menu. And then it's home for a curry. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Wright, thank you so much for coming to the Dream Thank Buster. you, Edgar Wright, thank you, everyone. Thanks for having me. Give it up for Edgar. Um, and thank you so much uh, to all of you for coming. it's, it's been fucking brilliant. You've been amazing. Um, we're gonna we'll probably go
2: now, will we? Yeah, let's go. Thanks everyone. Cheers everyone. You're great, You're great. Bye. bye. Thank you.
1: Well there we are James the second in a run of two of off menu live that is how it's done what a great show that was thank you so much to edgar for coming down yep. and, and doing that uh, edgar's new film the sparks brothers about the band sparks it's absolutely fantastic i loved yep. i loved it to bits that you can go and watch that at the cinema james
2: you can go and watch it at the cinema it'd be a wonderful experience uh yeah we both loved that film and visually it's a treat as well so go and see it on the big screen
1: yes do uh and uh he has another film coming out soon called one night in soho i'm not quite sure when that one's out but do keep an eye out for it i'm very excited from, from the trailers i'm, I'm buzzing scary. for that one looks, a looks a bit right scary. up my street he obviously did not say salad cream or he salad, did say grubhub though or salad cream he did say grubhub which is an american thing
2: yeah he wanted us to point
1: that out. He wanted us to point that out that he made a mistake. Grubhub is an American thing, and we've yeah. never had Grubhub here. No. I don't think that I don't think people thought badly of him for that, James. No one would think badly of you for that. Edgar, come on! Don't worry about that, man. Um, so I'm sure we'll do live ones again at some point in the future, James.
2: Oh, absolutely! We had a wonderful time at both those gigs. Thanks to everyone who turned up. The great Benito will present another live show forthwith. Yes.
1: Um, yes. Come and see my tour. I'm doing a solo tour. If you enjoyed off-menu live, imagine that, but with just me. Yeah. um, And also, it's not really about food. Actually, there is quite a long bit about food. Um, But uh, come and see The Great Benito presents Ed Gamble electric uh, on tour in 2022. Edgamble.co.uk for tickets. Thank you.
2: Yes. Also, The Great Benito presents me at home. Wishing Ed all the best of luck. Thank you very much to The Great Benito and also to James. Goodbye.